You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello, welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today we are going to be talking about how to enjoy our moments. This is so important because let me ask you this. If today were your last day on earth, what regrets would you have? If you were told today, today you will die, today is your last day, what regrets would you have? And I speak of this often, but at the end of my mother's life when she had cancer and was dying, she had so many regrets because she was so busy surviving that she forgot to live. And So many of us do that, and I am on a mission to make sure that I do everything in my power to live my life, and I want you to live your life as well, so that we can get to the end of our days and not have regrets. So the regrets that most people have at death is that they wish that they'd spent more quality time with the people that they love. So that goes back to that spending so much time working and achieving and not really living and doing the things that are important to you. Other people would say that they felt like they spent so much time worrying and they wish that they hadn't worried so much, they hadn't sweat the small stuff so much because when it's the end, you recognize that it didn't really matter. And they wish that they'd taken more risks, that they had not played small and that they'd followed their passion instead of settling for a life that they didn't necessarily love. So we're going to be talking about these things today. Most people never really live. They just merely survive until they die. And that's a hard truth, but that is what's happening. It is what's happening. And so we need to make sure that that's not going to be our story. Because I know that I am guilty of this and I have to consciously be overcoming it all the time. It's so easy to get wrapped up in surviving through every single day. You get to the end of the day, you put your head on your pillow and you're like, "Ah, I got through today, but did you really live today the way that you wanted to live it? So personally for me, for more years than I care to admit, I struggled because I always am focusing on the future. I'm a visionary and I was always focusing on the life that I desired to have That wasn't necessarily the life I had today instead of enjoying what I did have today. I was so frustrated at not being where I wanted to go that I wasn't appreciating and enjoying the amazing life that I already had. Are you guilty of this too? Hopefully I'm not alone. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, confused, burned out, disappointed, then maybe you are making some of the mistakes that I made. You're not appreciating today. So that's why I want to talk with you about enjoying your moments so that you can stop wasting your days struggling through, surviving through, and you can begin to see the beauty in your life today. So I'm going to be sharing some of my best tips on the things that I've been doing to help enjoy my life more because like I said, this was a problem for me. I was always miserable because I wasn't where I wanted to be and Other people would look at my life and be like, you are so blessed. And I've seen other people struggle with this too. I think you can get a lot out of today's discussion and I'm going to be giving you some great tips. So this is what we're going to be covering today. 
how to honor your core desired feelings to give you a more happy and satisfying life, how to stop putting off what's important to you and to live a life that you love today so that you don't have to wait for tomorrow to feel like you've arrived, how to be more intentional with each day so that you can make sure you're optimizing your time instead of wasting your days, and how to check in with yourself to see if you're on track or not. It's something that people don't do. We don't check in with ourselves enough. Then I'm just going to be sharing some other simple tips to help you to make each day count. So the first thing that I want to talk to you about is something called core desired feelings. Now, I have talked about core desired feelings in other podcast episodes. You may have heard me refer to this. This was something that I didn't learn about until maybe three years ago now. So maybe you don't know about it either. But core desired feelings are really amazing because what it is is really getting in touch and understanding what it is that you want to feel So all of the things that we want, all the goals that we have, they actually are feelings that we are seeking. So the core desired feelings are something from Danielle Laporte from the Desire Map book. And she talks about how to understand what it is that you really desire. So that is something that you need to know because it helps you to focus on how you want to feel so that you can honor those feelings in your life. What things in life can make you feel those things on a daily basis instead of always waiting toward like a really big goal or somewhere way off in the future for you to have those feelings. We truly can figure out what it is that we're wanting to feel and we can learn to bring things into our daily life that will make us feel that way. So I already told you that I'm a huge visionary and a big dreamer. I was so good at projecting myself into the future. I've actually even got good at not only just daydreaming like I did as a child, but I've put a lot of action in so that I'm moving toward the dreams that I have. But the truth is, I'm still very far from what I really want out of life. The things and big desires that I have, the big dreams that I have, they're way out ahead of me. And so I've had to learn how to bring it in on a smaller level and really think about what is it that I think that those things in my future are going to bring me and how can I bring those into my daily life? So I don't know if you've heard me say it before, but how can I live every day like I'm on vacation? And that same kind of a feeling of abandon and fun and lightness and play. How can you feel happy and accomplished today if you have not yet arrived to where you want to go? It's not really easy to get out of the habit of always just looking toward the future and learning how to live today. But if you're like me and you're a visionary and you also struggle with enjoying your moments, it takes intention to get out of our head and to be fully present today. But that's exactly what we need to do to feel happier and more satisfied. So the first step to enjoying life is to understand that everything we want and desire, it does come down to a feeling. Every goal, every physical thing, every win that you're pursuing, it's about achieving a feeling. So when you achieve, you win or you're honoring what your desire is, it will make you feel good. So I like to refer to this as being in an empowered state. When you're empowered, you're showing up as your best, most powerful self. That is why success breeds more success because when you're in that empowered state, then you are then empowering your life in a different way. You're bringing a totally different energy to your life. So just to put this into like a real understandable way is think about when you're on vacation and you're rested and you're having fun and you're relaxed. There's nothing that you have to do. You have so many choices. 
that kind of a feeling of that kind of in state, that empowered state where there's no existence of stress or struggle, that is the state that you want to stay in as often as possible because that is the state that really gets you results. So you want to think about when you're really discovering your core desired feelings is what increases your energy? What excites you? What ignites your passions and makes you feel alive? Get clear about the feelings that you're seeking and what makes you feel empowered. It isn't about that tangible goal of the car, the vacation, the status, the promotion. What you're really wanting is the feeling that that object or status gives you. So you have to start asking yourself these questions and get clear on your core desired feelings. So maybe that feeling is that you want to feel safe or you want to feel peaceful. You want to feel free. You want to feel loved, respected, or you want to feel pampered. That is one of mine. I'm so grateful for Danielle Laporte, who I don't even know, but she really helped me to understand that what I'm seeking in all of my goals and all of my ambition and everything that I'm doing is truly a feeling. And this knowledge has supported me so much in creating a happier, more satisfying life for myself today. Because I'm clear about the feelings that I'm chasing. So my core desired feelings are that I want to feel purposeful. That what I'm doing matters. That I matter. That my life matters. I want to feel free. And that means that I want to have choices. I want the choices that finances bring. I want the choices that controlling my time brings. And the other thing that I really want is I want to have adventure in my life. I want new experiences. I want those feelings of something new. I do not like things to stay mundane and routine, which is why I love vacation so much. So when I'm projecting myself into the future and what I want my life to look like, then what my desire to be purposeful looks like is like a goal of making a worldwide difference to being known by people because I've encouraged them. I've touched their life somehow. Um, to have a best-selling book, to be influential worldwide. Now, those are lofty dreams. And if I was only focusing on the feeling that I will get when I arrive at those big places, then how am I honoring being purposeful today? And in the future, my feelings of freedom look like doing work that's flexible, where I can work from anywhere in the world, that I own my time completely, I'm financially free, and I'm just living this incredible lifestyle where I have choices to buy what I want, to do what I want, when I want. It's a lofty goal, right? It's far off from what I live today. But these are things that I desire. And the last thing is that desire of adventure in the future is like traveling the world and experiencing new cultures, exploring and enjoying incredible food around the world. So these desires, when compared to the reality of the way that I'm living my life right now, it can make me feel like I have a huge deficit. So whenever you are looking at your reality and there's a huge gap in between your reality and your expectation of where you want to go, your dreams and goals, then that is that area that can really leave you feeling a lot of disappointment and frustration. So I've had to learn to balance the dreams of where I'm going with my reality right now, knowing that I'm taking steps toward that big dream that I want, 
but being able to be happy and satisfied and content with what I have today that isn't all of those things. So the reason why I told you my a couple of my core desires is I want to now show you how I can honor those and how I am honoring those things in my life today so that you can take your big and lofty feelings and desires and bring them down to something very, very simple that can be a part of your everyday life. Because the trick is to enjoy life, not to wish away your days waiting for better ones ahead. And that's a quote from Marjorie Pay Hinckley. So in order for you to enjoy today, you must know the feelings that you are seeking and you have to be intentional about honoring them on a daily basis. So just so you know, one of the ways to do this process is to look at all of your goals and really think about when you achieve that goal, how will you feel? And once you can start whittling down the feelings, then you can come down to those five different core desires. So to satisfy my desire of purpose, I recognize that I have a need to make my days count. Every once in a while, I can relax and let that day drift by, but I can satisfy my desire of being purposeful by posting something encouraging on social media. It could potentially have a worldwide reach. It's a very simple task that I can absolutely do daily, but it gives me a sense of I put something good out into the world today and it makes me feel purposeful, even if only one or two people comment or like. It makes me feel like I tried to put something out good in the world. This can happen to me by creating a podcast like this because I know that this is going to exist and hopefully over time it will touch more and more and more lives. You know, it was really exciting to me when my podcast started being listened to by other people in other countries just stumbling across it. And I'm always looking at that map because that is a big desire for me to be heard and known worldwide because I I desire to have a worldwide reach. I'm not a small thinker. So I look at that and it's encouraging and it helps me to feel purposeful today is I see more and more countries and people from other countries listening to my podcast. And it can be as simple as having an encouraging conversation with somebody, my neighbor, a friend, or listening personally to a podcast or reading a book. Because if I'm growing and I'm ingesting good things, then I feel like that is helping me to feel purposed and on track and aligned with where I want to go. The next one, I want freedom. So to honor my feelings of being free, I have to create choices in my day-to-day life. So maybe I don't have the choice right now to control my time completely, to buy whatever I want, but I have tried to create flexibility and the ability to choose what I want to do instead of micromanaging my life every single day. So instead of setting like a, today I have to do this, this, and this, I set more like weekly intentions so that it gives me some freedom of choosing when I want to work on what. So I still hold myself capable to fulfilling my intentions, but it gives me that freedom to do it when I feel like doing it. And being that I'm not yet financially free, I have to consciously look for activities that make me feel free that don't really cost much money. So something as simple as being in nature and the way that that gives me that feeling of freedom and fresh air and sunshine or allowing myself even to read for pleasure. So those things are free, but the feeling that it gives me is that feeling of freedom. When I choose to take a nap midday on a weekend, that is a feeling of freedom for me. The last thing is I have a desire for adventure. 
The way that I can satisfy that adventurous spirit in me is that even though I can't right now travel around the world or vacation every month or whatever I would like to do, I have implemented a philosophy of living every day like I'm on vacation in that I found that I can act like a tourist in my own local community. I try to seek out new restaurants, new experiences that I've never done that are local to me, try new things as often as possible. And that can even be like meeting new interesting people. I have some friends that are international and so they bring a whole different culture and flavor to my life, which has really satisfied me. And I love being able to participate in like the free activities that they offer around town. They put on great shows and music festivals and things that are free that the towns put on and pay for so that you can enjoy them for free. And I try to cook new recipes or beverages that give me this similar feeling to traveling and trying new things so that my life doesn't feel mundane and boring. Because what I love about traveling is that it's not routine. So if I just change up and give myself new experiences instead of just doing the same old things week after week. It really helps me to have that sense of adventure. Again, I'm not telling you all of those things because I think you care so much about me. I just want to give you an example so that you can see how you can take something really big and you can bring it down to a day-to-day level. So honoring your core desires daily will make a huge impact in making you feel more satisfied with life. And I'm living today instead of feeling disappointed about where I want to be that I'm not yet, which is where I I spent many years feeling that way. So I hope that that helps you too. And I recommend that you determine your core desires, your top five core desires. Get the book from Danielle Laporte if you want to know all about it. Google it. There's lots of people that have written things about it. I know that I can't tell you exactly what podcast, but I know that I've talked about it before in more detail. And what you'd want to do is reverse engineer the best moments of your life and ask yourself what feelings you were having during that time that made it so amazing. Then you just can Google a list of values even and look at words and see what sticks out to you and whittle it down to five or ten. And you're always welcome to reach out to me. I would love to give you any documents that I have or anything that could assist you in determining your core desires. I know for sure I do have a list of values if you want that. Now, moving on from core desires, the next thing that I want to talk to you about is to stop putting off what's important to you. We do this. We put off the things that we really, really want because we're surviving through each day instead of really focusing on the things that matter to us. So basically, we take our life for granted. We don't give ourselves permission to truly enjoy our life. We keep thinking that we have time left to do things that we really want to do. So we put off starting or doing what it takes to achieve our goals because we keep thinking we have time. And then before you know it, you snap your fingers and 10 years has passed, 20 years has passed, and you are realizing that You don't know how much time you have left. So we put off our health and achieving the body that we desire. We don't do what it takes to finish that book that we started or to train for that marathon that we always wanted to run. Maybe it's that you put off vacations or learning to dance or learning a language or an instrument that you've always wanted to do, but you just haven't ever taken the time to start or to finish. 
But most importantly, most of us are putting off spending precious time with the people that we love because we're always waiting to be less busy or more rested or to feel better for it to be the right time. So how can you start doing the things that you want to do and stop putting off getting into action? The first thing that you want to do is to make a list of the things that you really want to do. What is important to you? What's really important to you and what are the things that if you were to die today without doing them, you would really be sad that you never got to do that, that other people would be sad for you? What is that? Just make a list of those dreams that you have. Don't judge if you can afford it or will ever be able to afford it or if you're even capable of making it happen. Just make the list. Put out the desires of your heart. What is important to you? Now, after you do that list, and so I really, really encourage you to do this, and I hope that you will, choose one thing, just one. Now, I know it's hard to just choose one thing, but if you have one thing, then the chances of you accomplishing that are really good. So decide on that one thing, and then you have to choose one step, just one step that you can start doing today to move yourself toward accomplishing that one thing. And then every day after that, each day, you just have to decide one more thing to keep you moving forward to what you want. It's as simple as that. The problem is, is first of all, we don't usually really get clear on what it is that we want, what's important to us. And then we don't really sit and think about what is that one thing that we want now? What's the thing that's most important to us right now that we want to do? And then we don't really make a plan. If you don't have a plan, you're never going to get there. So it's as simple as getting clear, picking the one thing, and picking one action step. And then each day after that, continuing toward that. If you live your life as if things can wait till tomorrow, then you're never going to fully live today. So you know what? You may not get a chance to live fully tomorrow. So why not start doing what's important to you today? I want to beg of you, and I'm speaking to myself here too, because I am guilty of putting things off. Let's commit to making that list, getting clear, picking one thing, and one action step and getting started. So after you have figured out your core desires and you know what's important to you and you're committing to taking action on that one important thing, we want to make each day count. So we need to be more intentional with every single day of our life so that we can stop wasting our days. I like to call it that we're busy, busy, busy doing nothing. We survive through and we aren't really living the life of our dreams. One of the biggest tips of being intentional and living intentionally, and every successful person talks about this and most success book too, talks about making your morning count because your morning sets the tone of your day. So if you can make your morning really count, you can set that tone for your day and likely you will have a better day because of the way that you started your morning. So there's lots of books about that, about what's a good morning routine, but think about things like setting an intention for your day up to three intentions. Don't put more than three things on your to-do list every single day. You can have an ongoing to-do list, but for each day when you're deciding what you're going to do, only three. And most people would say that having a quiet time and prayer in the morning really helps them to make their day go much better because it really centers them and gets them really thinking about the things that are important on a spiritual level rather than just surviving through our human existence. Another thing that can help you to focus and to 
bring intention to your days is something as simple as what I call the word of the year. And I did a podcast on that, so you can look it up, word of the year. And what that does is it brings a focus to what you want this year to be, what it is. So my word of the year was prosper. So I am constantly trying to align all of my goals with helping me to prosper more in my body, in my health, in my happiness, in my well-being. And so it really gives me that focus to help me to set intentions around it. So if you don't have a word, it's basically taking all of your goals and dreams for the year and putting them into one word to help you to focus. Another thing on that is Make sure that when you have those core desires that we talked about, once you have them written out, post them somewhere on a screensaver or have them come up on an alarm every day, maybe post it on your mirror, make them artwork that you can see so that you can remind yourself to honor those core desires in your life every day. So you can ask yourself intentionally, am I honoring my feeling of wanting adventure in my life? Am I honoring my feeling of wanting to be purposeful and make things meaningful. So you know what I mean? It, it makes it really, really powerful if you have those around you to remind you because you could literally go through the process, go through all of the work, create your core desires. And if you don't post them somewhere, it is easy to forget what your core desires are. Believe me, I have forgotten myself and I'll be like, what were they again? So how can you honor them if you don't even know what they are? So until you get them really, really deep in your soul, you need to keep them around you. And then the last thing about that is that to be intentional, you need to learn how to be mindful. Now, mindfulness is a subject that on its own can be a whole episode. So I probably will do an episode on mindfulness. It's about disciplining yourself to be 100% completely in your moment. Like escape autopilot and get out of your subconscious routine mind and into your conscious mind to be fully present right now so that you can capture the simple and beautiful moments in your day-to-day life. So some of the ways that you can practice being mindful is that you could be present while you sip a cup of tea or coffee. So really feel the warmth of the liquid, taste it and enjoy it and savor the moment. So that's one way that you can start doing it. Or I really loved the times that I went on retreats and we did these silent walks. So I really suggest going on a silent walk and allowing yourself to notice every single detail around you to being 100% in your moment alive, not just in your head on autopilot thoughts, but really being present in your moment taking a walk is so powerful. I think you would be so shocked at what you would get out of that. Even... Just really noticing your breath and taking deep breaths in a moment can make you mindful. Or feeling the sun on your face. Hugging someone that you love and be fully aware of the warmth of their body as you hug them. Smell a flower. Or eat something and taste every bite of your food. Things like that help you to really be present in your moments. And what we don't realize because the way our brain works and our subconscious mind works is that we do 97% of the same things and thoughts every single day. So we need to practice mindfulness so that we can feel that feeling of what it feels like to be alive. It's, It's amazing when you start doing it. So I really encourage that. So the next thing is that how can you check in with yourself to see if you're on track? 
So we set our goals, we set our intentions, we we start trying and we start taking action. But where we fail often is that we fail to have some kind of a tracking system to see what progress that we're making. And if you don't see the progress, if you don't feel the progress, even if it's something as simple as being on a diet program, if you don't take measurements so that you can measure your progress, it can feel very disappointing because you're not recognizing how far you've come. So we have to have ways to track our progress. So every night before you go to bed, you can get in this practice. I think this is a really good one. You can ask yourself, and so you can, again, set an alarm for yourself so it just comes up at around the time that you go to bed so that you can be reminded to do it, is did I make today count? Ask yourself that question every single day. Did I make today count? And if the answer is no, what do you need to do differently tomorrow? It's as simple as that. Some other things that you can do is you can make a list of what's important to you. And every morning, put one of those things on your calendar. And each day, just do that important thing like we talked about in that second step. Honoring the things that matter to you. And then every night, ask yourself, how can you do a better job tomorrow of making your day count? Or you can just make visual charts to show your progress and keep you in touch with you if what you're doing and the actions that you're taking are working. Because let's just say that you're committed to taking action and you're taking action and taking action and taking action, but it's not working. So you want to know that. You want to be aware of it. Don't just keep doing things that aren't working. And it's maybe not that that action isn't in itself not working, but maybe there's other things going on that maybe you need to add something else to it or something you're not completing that is making the process not work. So be really in touch with yourself about creating charts to show you whether it's working or not working. Is your debt plan, when you're creating a chart and tracking it, is it working? Is your social media plan, is it gaining followers? Is your exercise routine and diet working? You need measurements and you need to track it visually. So make charts to show your progress and and it will help you to keep in touch with what you're doing is working. So important. Next is keep a journal. It's like a record for you to be continually checking in with yourself. If you get in the practice of journaling, that can be so powerful of a practice. It can help you to download and allow yourself to understand what you're experiencing and feeling throughout the day. It can also be a great resource for you to go back to and kind of see where you were struggling that now you've overcome. It is just a really great practice. I don't necessarily keep a written journal, although I love the idea of it. I normally do things like in my phone. I keep a lot of records of notes and feelings and accomplishments and things that you would normally put in a journal, I just put under notes in my phone because sometimes I use them for podcast or whatever. But however you do it, I think doing a journal is a really great idea. This is the very last things that I want to share with you. And these are just like random little tips to really make your days count. Of course, we need more gratitude in our life. So that can be where you do the gratitude journal. You can write three things that you're grateful for. We started doing this at dinner where we all just go around and ask what were the highlights of your day? What are you grateful for? And the reason why you want to do that is you want to tune your mind into noticing all the good things around you. You want to appreciate all the things that happen to you, whether they're good or bad, because you have to recognize that every experience has value, whether it's good or bad. We know that 
It is what is shaping us and it's often the hard things in life. It is the adversities that make us who we need to be to be better in life and to help us grow and stretch. So even the adversities, we need to consider it good and we need to embrace it. And again, this is one of those other really big subjects, but I just want you to think about that, that even the bad things that are going on to embrace them and know that this is part of your journey and this adversity is also part of your life and it can be good. It, it doesn't have to be all bad because God makes all things good. Another way is to be productive and not just busy. So be really mindful of when you set out to do something, even if it's something as simple as cleaning something in your house, know what you want to produce from your efforts. Because many of us have had this experience where we just know things need to get done. So we do a little here, a little there, and nothing really feels accomplished. And we can do that with our work as well. Because we aren't being intentional, we aren't really thinking about what it is that we want to produce in this time. We're not being productive. And I have another podcast about being productive that you can listen to. And it goes more deeper into that. But make sure that you aren't just being busy. That what you are doing is leading to an end result of some kind that you're being productive. Another one that we seem to forget, but remember this was in part of what people regretted in life is make sure that you're connecting with people on a daily basis, particularly people that work from home or maybe they have a very small office. They don't really do much outside of going to work and coming home. It's really important for us to be connecting with people as often as possible because that's what really matters in life. That is those treasures that you bring to heaven with you is those connections and the difference that, that you're making in the lives of other people. So make sure that you're making time to connect in your life. Another one is that you have to have a vision. So we talked about having your core desires and trying to honor them. Hopefully you have goals set out. Pick that word of the year to give you some focus, but you need a vision you need a vision for why, why you're doing what you're doing now, where you're headed, what you feel like your calling is in life. You need a vision. God says in the Bible that people without vision perish because we need to have something to direct us. Otherwise, we will be busy and distracted and waste our life. Another one is make sure that you're balancing work and fun. Don't just work, work, work all the time. Make sure you are scheduling in fun. You're scheduling in time with people. Um, I have something, uh, a podcast called The Healthy Calendar, where I put a healthy calendar checklist in there. And so we have to be intentional with our time and we have to make sure that we're scheduling in fun, that we're being intentional about what would be fun for me to do because fun doesn't just happen to you. You have to make it happen. You have to be intentional about it. And so don't just work all the time. Make sure that at least 25% of your life is fun. Meditating and practicing listening to God obviously are huge. We don't do this enough, but you can use some of those times of learning to be in your moments to allow you to hear the voice of God. This is something that I love that a lot of people overlook is be creative. Even if you don't think you're a painter or somebody who's creative in an artsy way. There's so many different ways to be creative. I love writing and that's a creative way for me. Creating these podcasts is something creative for me because I have to gather all the information and put it in order and try to make it make sense. And hopefully it does. Um, so what is it for you that is creative? Maybe it is that dance class. Maybe it's learning an instrument. Maybe it's mixing music, drawing, coloring, Anything that really accesses that creative part of your brain, 
so healthy, so good. That is going to give you so many feel-good feelings. And then we have um, play. When is the last time you played? These are all things that can help us to enjoy our journey, to enjoy our moments, to do more of these things. So when and what do you do when you play? What does that look like for you? Allow yourself to play. My husband has an office that's filled with Lego and he never lets us say that he plays with them. He, he builds them and he takes photos and he sets scenes and he, but it's fun for him. It's creative. It's creative. And so I don't know what it is for you that you need to do to play, but make sure that you are playing. For me, shopping is play because it's like a treasure hunt, you know? So whatever it is for you, make sure that you're playing more. So that's all that I have for you today, but let us recap what we've went over because I know that I've given you a lot of information. So first of all, you want to honor those core desires. Put them somewhere visual until you get them in your heart and you get in a habit of of consciously trying to honor them every single day so that they're a part of your life so you can feel happy and satisfied every day. Do what's important to you today and stop waiting for someday. Someday may never come, but you have today and you can make today count by doing something that's important for you today. You can take an action step towards something that you want in the future today. Be intentional and productive with your time. Stop being busy, 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 doing nothing, wasting time. Be mindful of your moments and start taking time to really be and feel alive today. Learn to check in with yourself daily to see if you're on track. Create visual things that help you to have a visual of whether you're making progress or not so that you can ask yourself what needs to shift so that tomorrow you can make more progress. So make sure that you're laughing more, playing more, and making every day count because life is short. Time is fast. There's no replay, no rewind. So enjoy every moment as it comes. Have a great week, shine bright, and make a difference.